luxurious four-poster bed, though the warm sunlight that shone through the windows and caressed her cheek wasn't the first thing she felt. Instead, it was the soft, steady caressing down on her feet, and when jury down there to the bed, two women were kneeling before it, sucking at both of her feet, precisely on her toes. Gentle and passionately, worshipping her left foot was Karen, a beautiful blonde girl which wiggled her tongue around every single one of Jury's toes, very slow and carefully, while massaging her soul with her hands. At her right foot was Viper, a bit older but still stunning red-haired woman which sucked all of Jury's toes furiously at once, making vulgar noises while doing it and occasionally stopping to gently kiss them. Both of them were wearing a tight black collar with the word slave engraved on it. Jury closed her eyes, smiling, and decided to enjoy the feeling of her slaves sucking her toes in the morning just a bit longer. Only after five more minutes of relaxing in bed, she decided it was time to get up, or she would grow lazy. She turned a bit around and sat up. Karen and Viper immediately stopped their work and smiling looked up to Jury. Good morning, mistress, said Viper in a loving voice. We hope you had a wonderful rest, added the girl Karen. Then they both continued to worship Jury's feet. Licking her soles and kissing her arches, Jury smirked at them and eventually answered, Not worse than the other nights. Start to dress me. Yes, mistress. They replied in unison and quickly got up from all fours. While Viper took Jury's clothes for today out of a big golden wardrobe, Karen pulled a fresh pair of white foot wraps above a drawer nearby, kneeled in front of Jury, which sat on the edge of her bed by now, and carefully took her foot in her hand to pull the wrap on. Freshly licked and washed, mistress. She commented without looking up in a proud voice. Jury noticed she wanted to be praised, but she wouldn't make it that easy for her slave. I was just too much fun to deny her. Mm. The South Korea woman boringly responded. The slight disappointment that flashed over Karen's pretty face for a split second amused Jury to no end. When she was finished putting her mistress' foot wraps on, she crawled to the side and made place for Viper, which dressed Jury completely and gently without her having to move even an inch. She also took care of her hair in a sensitive manner. After Jury was done and dressed, both of her slaves crouched down in front of her still naked feet and kissed them deeply, as it was their ritual every morning. Karen looked up and smiled at Jury, expectant. Do you wish to ride on us today, or will you walk yourself, mistress? When Jury had one of the rare days where she didn't feel like even moving a finger, her slaves would carry her through the entire mansion on their backs willingly. But today was not such a day. I will walk myself. Breakfast is already prepared, I assume. Of course, mistress. Viper hastily answered, bowing down again. Ibuki and Colin took care of it. It should be perfectly done when you arrive. Jury giggled silently at her slave's eagerness and decided to be generous for once. Well done, slaves. They both immediately looked up excited after Jury's praise and smiled overjoyed at her. Thank you very much, mistress. Now go and prepare my limousine. I want to fuck up a few fighters at the tournament in the city later. Could be fun to break their bones and get them pleading for mercy. She laughed, unabashed, and both of her slaves confirmed the order and left the room on all fours. Jury got up and followed them. On her way to the big kitchen of the giant mansion she acquired a year ago, she decided she would just check on a few of her different slaves and prisoners to get in the right mood for the tournament. Contently humming, she made her way through the seemingly never-ending wide corridor of the second floor until Jury reached an iron door that was tightly locked. She pulled a small, heart-shaped key out of her pocket, unlocked it, and entered the prison. What was in there made her beam with joy as always, a truly wonderful sight and the perfect way to start a perfect day.
captivated and fixed on the ground from a dozen heavy titanium chains laid M. Bison, the ex-leader of the criminal organization Chatelou, who was once one of the most powerful men alive and killed both of her parents when Jury was still a child. That and her left eye that he took from her, replacing it with a new one that gave her the power of the feng shui engine. Little did he know this was the worst mistake he could ever make, not knowing which power it would grant to Jury. And by now, he was, of course, nothing more than her plaything anymore. He was already trapped here since one and a half years. Chained to the ground and with her dirty, heavily worn, sweaty socks stuffed in his mouth. Her black, punky boots fixated on his face. There were also some electric cables fixated on the collar around his neck, which could sense his breathing and immediately give him a serious shock when he stopped sniffing even for a second. <laughs> Jury made sure to change the socks every week so M. Bison would always have a fresh taste of her feet. When she had beaten and enslaved him, she promised Bison she would lock him in here for two full years without the slightest chance of him ever moving or seeing the sunlight again before she would brutally and painfully kill him. She approached her helpless victim smiling and patted his head gently. Only six months left to go in here, big guy. Another six months with my lovely smelly socks, boots in your fuck face, and hilarious high-voltage shocks until I end your worthless, miserable existence. See you tomorrow. She gave him a painful kick <laughs> on the head, laughed and turned around to leave him. Of course, Shadaloo, his organization, belonged only to her now, making her the most powerful woman in the underworld and beyond. Next to Bison was another pathetic plaything of jury, Sagat also chained to the ground, tortured with a high-voltage collar and her dirty panties in his mouth and on his face. She didn't particularly dislike Sagat when she enslaved him a few months ago, but he was strong fighter associated with Shadaloo, so why not making him her property? Happy with the sight of her pitiful toys, she left the room giggling, ignored their muffled pleading for mercy, and locked it again and continued her way through her mansion descending the stairs. When Jury reached the ground floor, she was already expected. Elena, her naked, dark-skinned slave girl with the cute, white hair crawled towards her on all fours and kissed both of her feet a few times quickly before greeting her with words. Good morning, mistress. I'm quite happy to see you in full spirits. Jury liked the loose mouth and unbreakable beaming mood Elena always had to herself. This was the main reason she made the nature-bound capoeira fighter hers, after all. She smiled back down to Elena and caressed her white hair like a dog's, a treatment that Elena clearly enjoyed. She purred and smiled even wider. Yes, I just visited our two filthy, weak pigs up in the torture chamber. No matter how often I see them like that, it always makes me laugh and realize how utterly defeated they were by me. Well, they opposed you, mistress, so of course those disgusting insects were crushed before your divine will-breaking strength. No one on this planet can beat you or even reach your feet when it comes to fighting. I know that, because nature told me. Jury smiled at Elena's silly, confident statement and caressed her chin with her fingers. You always know how to put me in an even better mood, Elena. Lick my feet for a bit before I get to breakfast. With the greatest pleasure, mistress whispered Elena, smiling. She bowed down to Jury's feet and gently licked the upper side of them like an obedient dog. Her warm, soft tongue felt good on Jury's skin, and she then decided to let her slave worship her for a minute or two. She just looked down at the once so playful and unbending woman who wanted to dance with everyone. But then she met Jury, and soon she only wanted to worship her in every way possible anymore. 
Elena made no attempt of stopping to lick Jury's feet. To her, they probably were the most delicious thing in existence, so Jury eventually pulled them back a bit. Elena signed to stop. She kept her head down and closed her eyes to see her mistress off. Clean up my bed. Afterwards, you may go smell one of my old pair of boots. Thank you very much, mistress. I appreciate it deeply. Elena responded, smiling in her calm and elegant manner. When Jury entered the kitchen, everything actually was done. Her vast, wide table was covered with delicious meals, plates with the most exotic fruits and vegetables one could ever wish to taste. The most exquisite collection of expensive rare wine bottles and teas. In short, just another breakfast for Jury. Colin, the blonde, Russian woman, and Ibuki, the young, slender ninja, already kneeled before her kitchen chair, their faces on the ground, eagerly waiting on their mistress's arrival. Jury glanced over the table and sat down. Without her having to say anything, the women under the table immediately started to lick her feet. Colin the right, Ibuki the left one. They were by far long enough in this mansion to know what they had to do. Jury continued to hum peacefully and started to eat her luxurious breakfast. Now and then, she would generously spit an already chewed piece of food to the ground so her slaves could eat it. That was the only way they were allowed to eat at all. Colin, as always, concentrated more on Jury's soul she loved so much, licked it up and down and left to right and sucked on it between her licks, while Ibuki sticked her tongue between Jury's big toes to kept it there to enjoy the taste of Jury's foot to the fullest. It was fine with Jury that her slaves worshipped her feet like they wanted to at breakfast. When she wished them to obey her orders exactly, they would do that, but there was enough time for it later. When the Korean woman finished, she taped on the table very gentle. Both of her slaves immediately got up, and while Ibuki cleaned the table in a speed worthy of a ninja, Colin carefully cleaned Jury's face and hands with a silk kerchief. Did Sakura already move out? Yes, mistress. She is on her way to bring you your newest slave pet. Colin answered matter-of-factly. It had been a week since her cheerful young slave Sakura reported about her first victory over her master Ryu, one of the few strong fighters on the world not in her possession yet, and today would be the day her newest plaything would break him completely. Jury truly looked forward to it. Excellent! How thrilling! In only a few hours, I will be able to rub my dirty feet through the face of his snotty, ignorant piece of shit. And don't worry, I will let you have some fun with him, too. Jury giggled, cunning, and Ibuki and Colin looked at each other excited. You're too generous for lowly slaves such as us, mistress. Ibuki said in an innocent, honest voice that made Jury want to tease her endlessly later. Maybe. Before I will went to that cute little tournament in the city to kill and break a few losers, I want some fun with my favorite girls. Tell Viper and Karen to come to the parlor and join us there. Yes, mistress. They moved out of the mansion to get to the garage, and Jury walked over to her parlor, sat down in her throne-like chair and smiled, anticipating the fun of the minutes to come. Five minutes later, four of her favorite broken slaves kneeled right in front of her, Ibuki and Colin to the left, and Karen and Viper to the right. They all looked up to her, eagerly awaiting Jury's orders, panting like dogs in heat, much to Jury's amusement. She supported her sadistic grinning face and relaxed with her right hand and enjoyed the view of the slave collars on the necks of these once proud, strong women. Colin, footrest. Yes, mistress. 
The blonde woman responded with her Russian accent and lowered her head under Jury's feet so she could comfortably rest them on it. Come on, start! She ordered the other three smirking. Immediately, they began to lick and suck Jerry's feet greedily and passionate. Karen took the left foot for herself and covered it with her saliva, licked the spots between Jerry's toes again and again, and couldn't stop herself from kissing her heels many times additionally. Ibuki and Viper at the other foot struggled with each other about who was allowed to lick more of their mistress's foot. While Viper moved her tongue over Jury's sole and heel, Ibuki sucked her toes and wouldn't let Viper get near them despite many attempts. Thus, her ex-enemies, who were all once proud fighters and would never have imagined to be Jury's loving, completely devoted slaves, kneeling in front of her and worshipping her feet with all their heart, continued their work. Colin just seemed overly happy that she was chosen to be the footrest this time. Jury loved that sight, the sight that made her feel absolutely superior, proved that she had truly won against everyone who tried to oppose her, and enslaved them all completely. There was no one on this planet more powerful than her. Shadowloo belonged to her, and she had more money than she could ever spend in ten lives. Through Kalman and Sagat, she ruled most of the underworld and even parts of the Russian army. She could probably even overtake an entire country if she felt like. But why would she? Owning those slaves in private was way too much fun. <laughs> 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 The lustful sucking sounds Karen made, while keeping almost Jury's entire left foot in her mouth worshipping it, amused her even more than the silly fight Viper and Ibuki had over who was allowed to lick more of her foot. Jury relaxed for a bit more, getting worshipped and watching her slaves, and one or two peaceful hours went by. Eventually, Sakura's voice echoed through the mansion. I'm back, mistress. You'll be quite happy with me. Before Jury could respond, Sakura stood in the parlor happily panting, and besides her, on a tight collar with thin leash, was Ryu on all fours, no live in his eyes left. Sok, Ura's white socks fixated on his nose. Sakura grinned proudly and kneeled before Jury. From today on, you have another worthless slave pet that will serve you and your feet every day for the rest of his life, mistress. Jury grinned. As silly as Sakura was, when she had a goal, she was determined to reach it, no matter what. Jury knew that back then, when she made the schoolgirl an acquaintance of Ryu her plaything, she smirked satisfied towards Sakura and whispered, Well done. Now we can finally begin to break my last enemies. The evil woman laughed wholeheartedly while still being worshipped eagerly from all of her loving slaves. <laughs> yeah!